just hanging out with the kids. Kids are here tonight. So. Oh, awesome. <laughs> they think I'm such a drunk. My uh, Brian asked, are you going to drink tonight? Or are you going to get yourself a drink? And I was <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think so. All right. So uh, this is two podcasts kind of uh, without drinking, huh? Yeah, I, I've been trying to back off a little bit. Yeah. Um, although the last one I drank beforehand, so. Right. Just not during, but um, did you back yeah. off of uh, drinking yesterday, Tuesday, or yeah, Monday? Um, yeah, I haven't had anything since uh, Sunday afternoon when I at the beach when I had a had a couple. Um, I don't know. Hey, just, I haven't had had any since uh, the last ten seconds. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying in general to cut back, uh, cut back on things and alcohol is among them. So, um, I don't know, but, and it just didn't, didn't sound good. What are you drinking? Um, I am drinking this, uh, rye whiskey. It's called lion's pride. It's from the Koval distillery out of Chicago. Um, it is, uh, it is not good. Um, (laughs) Koval is an excellent distillery. Their, their whiskey products are awesome. Um, this line, the, uh, Lion's Pride is not that great. Um, it's a pale yellow rye whiskey, which rye is usually a dark brown. It's a, okay. Um, they claim this is aged in charred barrels. I think they aged it for 15 minutes, um, <laughs> because it shouldn't be fucking yellow and, and, and it, it, it just it has a bad profile. So, so a couple weeks ago, I took a liquor inventory and one could say that, Wow well, I really have an awesome bar at home or I have a fucking problem. <laughs> so I'm going to go go with I have an awesome bar uh, because one of my goals when I got into mixing cocktails and really, really into alcohol was my dream was to uh, be able to mix anything for anyone at any time time okay so right. um if you came over and wanted something yes i have it if somebody came over late at night you know stopping by for a nightcap i have it so right so i want to be that type of host so um i've um acquired multiple bottles and uh, uh, mixers and bitters and so so I didn't did an inventory and I you know, f- forgot that I had this bottle I bought it like four years ago okay and there's a reason why I forgot about it because I could <laughs> no I had maybe uh, m- I drank maybe 15% of it and I just you know I liked Koval, like I mentioned, but this particular one was just bad. So 
uh, as I was taking inventory, I found it and said, okay, I got to finish this thing off. So, so <laughs> one, um, 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 I have like one more pour out of it because I've been drinking it the last week and a half or so. So, all right. Well, Hey, s- save me that. Can I have that last pour? Absolutely. Absolutely. Save it for me. I I'll, know. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll prevent you. I'll, what's the word I'm looking for? I will, uh, I don't know. You won't, you don't have to drink the last one. Cause I want to see, like, if you say it's gross, I, I don't know if I've ever heard you say something, a, a drink, an alcohol was like gross before. Right. Well, you I, mean, so, so I, I want to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not gross. It's <laughs> no, I used the word bad earlier and I'm going to yeah. stick by that. Like, at, like bad within the rye whiskey genre. It, it just okay. uh, fit the profile. Um, I'm a, another bad, bad whiskey actually is, is, uh, this, bourbon called uh wadi boon that shit's bad it's like age seven years they claim it's just a shitty profiled bourbon um huh. you can try that also so all right yeah yeah we'll, we'll have we'll have a shitty alcohol night no sure absolutely but <laughs> no the thing is is even even with it being bad, I'll still drink it because these these people put effort into it. I bought it. There's a right, you know, yeah, a, a respect for the alcohol. I just <laughs> I just don't fucking like it. So right, yeah, polish it off. So yeah, and I mean the the way that I look at it is, even if it doesn't taste great, it's still got alcohol in it. So it's going to do the job. It's going to do a certain job if you're looking for it to do that job, you know? So exactly, exactly. You got to, got to keep that in mind for sure. Yep. Um, well we had that when you were, when you were over before we had that, um, that rum, what was it? Plantation? Yeah. Uh, plantation XO, um, 20th anniversary, which, um, was uh your kind of kind of first foray into the the rum world right yeah i mean i've had rum before not i mean i I have no idea what i've had before you know bacardi or whatever yeah but when i poured like when i drank that it it might be my favorite like alcoholic non non beer alcoholic drink i've ever had okay it was so good um and i i mean i if i was drinking more right now i probably would have gone to get a bottle by now but i i haven't um the only other thing that has made that big of an impact on me was that pine stuff that we had that one night at your house that kind of tasted like pine needles that i really liked a lot too okay yes but this stuff was just like I don't even know how to describe it. It was like spicy, Mm -hmm. but fruity. I I mean, yeah, I mean, like I did not expect it to taste like that. And when I like, you don't even have to add anything to it. You can just drink that and it's delicious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those um, high end rums on their own are just, they're 
great just as is and yeah they're good sippers um the kind of uh mainstream ones like bacardi and um captain morgan which is a spiced rum and uh there's a few others i'm kind of blanking on those are you know harsher and have their place in cocktails those make excellent cocktails but the plantation that one i gave you was yeah i mean that's a nice sipper yeah it it definitely i was digging it um all right well no drink for me tonight but we'll we'll get back at it soon um absolutely I was uh, talking to my kids. I, we, we developed this, I developed this list of things for us to do this summer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you and I, the entire time we've known each other, always obsess about summer and like oh, yeah. making the most of it. And like I, you used to, when we were in school, make a point to get up early in the summer just mm-hmm. to not waste it away, yeah. right? Yes, uh huh. I would wake up a little bit uh, earlier than usual because I love like the daylight. There's there's so much daylight, and yeah, yeah. And I noticed uh, we we went fishing tonight, and we were outside at like eight twenty, and there was still a good amount of daylight left and Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're still a month away from the longest daylight of the year. But tonight was the first night that, you know, that I think I noticed after eight o'clock that it was still pretty light out. And, you know, it's been like five days in a row or whatever of 80 degree temperatures and school's over and it's just, just summer. It's just so nice. Right. And then, um, you know, like the last few days, um, you know, I've been one of the things I've I've done the last two or three years is um, is uh, around like midnight, I'll go out with a golf club and take some wings in the front <laughs> or the backyard. <laughs> When I go in the backyard, I, I, I'm like actually practicing. When I go in the front yard, I'm kind of fucking with people that might, <laughs> yeah, they say- might think I'm hitting an actual golf ball at them. <laughs> <laughs> so I've um, only had one one person stop, like <laughs> that they actually thought I <laughs> that. I was hitting a golf ball, but, but yeah. I mean, did they say anything to you or did no. they just stop and then keep going? They, yeah. Nope. I'm, sh- I'm sure they don't want to like start anything with the crazy guy in his dri- driveway at midnight. Right. Right. So, but when I do that, I um, just started that back up a, about a week ago, week and a half ago. And when I'm out there, it just like, it it's so warm out. I, I'm out at yeah. 
night it's warm out and it just feels like summertime there are yeah. you know june bugs out now fucking beetles flying around yeah um, i got you know probably from being out um um last night i got mosquito bites on my ankles so yeah nice. it's summertime hell yeah um well, so I made, I made this list for stuff for us to do this summer and it, it's, I mean, there's all sorts of different things on there, but, um, one of the thing, well, tonight we went fishing, which was on the list and the kids, they each caught like three fish okay. and, and turtles too. They, we caught three turtles Wow. and it's just I, we've never had, it's like our most successful day fishing ever. Mm-hmm. And did I, did you ever go fishing as a kid? I think we, we might've talked about this, yeah, but so like, I, I, when I went, I would go with some neighbor friends periodically. Um, and then, um, you know, in junior high and high school with Greg and yeah, but I was, never really good at it the like last time i i went fishing so okay so back in 2000 um some friends from al's uh and i george and brian and jim we we broke into um what is what was the uh supervisors club golf course it's called river point now okay uh, and they used to stock their water tracks so but like all the like local people knew you know you can go like fishing there so one night at like 1 a.m we went fishing there and we were like reeling them in i mean even even I was, and I can't fucking fish. I mean, yeah. and uh, so we were walking back to the car and we came across these like other uh, kids doing the same thing. <laughs> and uh, they thought we were fucking cops and they took off running. So, <laughs> then the last time I actually went was in uh, Minnesota in 2005. So uh, Emily and I, went up to uh minnesota and you know we thought okay we'll go fishing it's a land of ten thousand lakes and we fucking woke up super early it was at the end of june it was really hot out and we get out there super early and we catch zero so as as we're kind of wrapping up it's a it's like 12 30 in the afternoon and this man and his son kind of pull up this this fucking kid's like nine or ten years old okay and i swear i'm packing up and i'm watching i'm like kid you're like having fun but you're not gonna catch shit (laughs) within five minutes he's fucking reeling something in and i'm like (laughs) you little bastard like how did you do that i mean i mean we went out here early earlier when it was cooler out and you're at like peak heat and you're reeling them in yeah but the downside was so 
we packed up the fishing poles and tackle and we had um live bait uh they were you no know, worms okay yeah and go to the hotel change um we went um i can't remember where we went if we went to the mall up there or whatever whatever we did it took a long time then the following morning i go to the car to get something and it reeks bad it is <laughs> it is a smell i have never smelled in my entire life and and i'm like holy shit what the fuck is that like that's bad there's like <laughs> something rotting in here oh oh shit i fucking left the worms in the trunk so they fucking <laughs> cooked Oh, they were cooked uh, in the summer heat for hours and hours, and the smell of cooked worm is not good. So no, I was, I, oh. I was airing out the car. I was like spraying Glade and Febreze and hanging like the air freshener because the whole ride home was bad. I mean, it was like. Uh, windows are open and it oh man it, it, it her her car reeked reeked for a long time oh, man. <laughs> for a real long time that is rough mm-hmm. uh, we we only used hot dogs tonight and that's the thing like i didn't fish when i was a kid like i went with my cousins a couple of times and um you know, I've taken my kids fishing quite, you know, right. we, we kind of go in spurts, but like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't right. know. Like, I mean, I barely know how to put the hook and the bobber and everything on the line. Like I look at a diagram on the internet and throw it together. And like, and the only places we've ever had success are like these little ponds, you know, I, we've gone, right. we've tried like, you know, the St. Joseph river in Michigan and like, you and I tried to fish, um, or maybe you just came with me at, uh, Tippecanoe river. Oh yeah. 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 Back in Oh four. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't catch yeah. anything. It was yeah. just a gigantic waste of time, but like, um, so we're just using like hot dogs and throwing them on the hook and throwing the hook in there and like pretty much just there's no, I mean, our strategy, I know in that, at that pond that there are fish that congregate like literally right on the shore. So if you literally just throw it in there, like two feet from the shore, you're, you're probably going to have decent luck. Right. And, and we did, and you know, they caught three turtles, one super tiny one, one like probably about the size of my hand and one that was like bigger than my hand. The thing was huge. That was the last one they caught and my daughter hooked that one and she's pulling it out of the water and I could not believe the size of this thing. And it, it, it I was, we caught a turtle one time and like the hook was like almost like all the way down the turtle's throat. I had to bring it home and like get these needle nose pliers and get way down there to get it. Wow. But luckily the ones tonight were really easy to get out and, and it wasn't a problem, but. Um, fishing is one of those things that you can't think too much about, especially like catch and release fishing, which is all we've ever done. 
I would like to catch something that we could eat, but I'm not eating a turtle and like a bluegill, like you're going to eat a bluegill. (laughs) Like you might as well eat a sardine, you know, (laughs) they taste really awesome. You just have to catch like 30 of them. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, probably, you know, gutting them and filleting them, you know, it's like, eating probably worse than eating chicken wings, you know, but, um, so we, you know, we, everything that we get, we just throw back. And tonight, you know, my daughter, after she caught like three fish on her third fish, she was still into it, but she didn't, you know, the first couple she wanted to hold and she wanted to check out a little bit. And by the third one, she's like, okay, we can throw that one back. And it's just like, you can't think too much about it. Cause like, you're just catching this thing taking it off the hook and throwing it back. Like what the hell's the point of any of this, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> like, but it is fun. And, it is, but, it, yeah. but you're right. It's so damn frustrating when you're not catching anything, you know, but who we knew somebody who was like a good, somebody from high school, I think was like a good Dave. fisherman. Dave was huh? an awesome fisherman. Dave. Yeah, Dave was. Yeah. yeah. Um, but somebody who was like into like professional fishing or something. Right. I, I, I don't know. I can't remember. But and and whoever Joel? it was. was oh it yeah. Joel I, I, yeah. I think it was Joel. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. And he explained to me one time that like there, there actually is skill to it, you know, cause to me, like, I don't, what the hell do I know? I think you just throw it in there and you know, if the fish bites, it's luck. But Joel explained to me that like, no, there is like skill to it and reading the water and knowing the, knowing the place and like, sure, all right. I mean, I guess. And to me, it's just some, some days when I go to that little pond, we get lucky and some days we don't, but right. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. And, but luckily my kids don't know what the hell they're doing either. So they don't know that I don't know anything. (laughs) That's really, that's really what like 75% of parenthood is, is just fooling your kids long enough into thinking that you don't know shit. (laughs) Kind of faking it. Yeah. I mean, the longer you can go without them figuring out that you really have no idea what you're doing, the better off it is. Right. And it's like, maybe a good parent is really just a good bullshit artist. Right. Well, I, yeah, I mean, that's all perception, right? Like, like I know that you, you aren't a skilled angler. But your kids don't know. I mean, you're just dad and you can figure shit out. Where I'm like, dude, there's no fucking way you're going to figure this out. Like, (laughs) it's all perception. A skilled angler. (laughs) Yeah. Which somebody, somebody tell me why. Why fishermen are called anglers. I was just going to ask you that. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've always heard it. And uh, when I used to audit, there there was a periodical called like something angler. And, and I'm okay. like, what the, what the fuck? Like, 
that's an angler. Like, yeah. what does it mean? Well, some somebody knows. Did you, Derek? Derek told us what a cherry picker was. Did yeah, you see so, that? So I didn't uh, make a comment. I do have to thank him for clarifying that that I was kind of on uh, on the right track, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't basketball. I just couldn't couldn't recall exactly what it was. I just knew that it wasn't good. Right. Let's see. What did he say it is? Somebody who doesn't play defense, but then gets points at the other end. Is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, yes. They get an easy back basket. So okay. kind of like today's NBA. <laughs> yeah, right. Essentially. Right? I, there's no fucking defense. Yeah. Yeah, I it, it that seems like, you know, kind of rampant uh kind of par for the course there now. Um but you know, if Derek knew if Derek knows what um what a cherry picker is, then maybe somebody out there can tell us what an angler is. Right. And uh post it it oh Jesus. I <laughs> What I, I almost told somebody, huh? Huh? Dave will probably text us tomorrow. Yeah, probably. But I'm so dumb uh-huh. that I almost just said, if you can tell us before the end of the episode, we'll mention it. Post it on Facebook, and we'll mention it on the episode. But like, this isn't live. <laughs> <laughs> listening to this right now. <laughs> I think the problem was that I just went on Facebook to see what Derek said. So like, uh, oh, whatever. This isn't a radio show. Right. Nobody's listening to it right now. Shit. I'm barely listening to it right now. <laughs> <laughs> Not really. All right. So yeah, let us know what an angler is. That, th- that'll be part of our, uh, maybe we'll have a new, a new segment of, uh, def- what the hell does a sports word mean? Right. What is this? You would, you would think that we were not sports guys, not knowing this stuff, but. Well, I mean, it's basketball. Uh, yeah. And f- is fishing a sport? I don't really think so. Yeah, no. Yeah, it is. Sure. I think like you, you have to have skill. I know I agree with Joel. There's skill to it. It's it's like it's just like any any other sport. Okay, if there is skill, if there is strategy, then then that's a sport. I mean, it doesn't mean it has to be like hardcore physical. Like yeah, the person that is that is reeling in a big fish you you need to know what you're doing in order to to reel it in because it's probably like take okay take jose altuve okay take out the whole fucking banging on the garbage cans whatever okay (laughs) right he is a fucking midget okay and (laughs) But I think the proper term is little person. Okay. Okay. Little person. <laughs> there's some, 
<laughs> there's some anger, anger with the garbage can banging and this yeah. shitty lines pride rye. Okay, he's a little person. Okay, <laughs> technically not, but he is. So he should not be good at baseball, really, like size wise. Right. Yeah. But he learned how. Once again, take the garbage cans out of it. He learned how to have good bat speed, okay? Now, take a fisherman, okay? They may not be, like, ripped and strong, but if they can reel in some, you know, 100-pound, 200-pound tuna fish, that takes skill and knowledge. Yeah, that's true. Therefore, in, in... Take like golf also, okay? People will argue, well, golf, that's not a sport, blah, blah, blah. It is. I mean, you you don't have to be, you know, physically fit. See Philip Mickelson, see John Daly, see any, any heftier player, but they know what to do and how, how to how to use their body in the correct way. Right. In in competition. So, yeah. 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 I mean, um, I was thinking when we were fishing tonight, I was thinking about um, the old man in the sea. Okay. Yeah. Did you, did you read, uh, did you read that? The Hemingway book? Kind of bailed out on it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> go back and check it out i i reread it a couple years ago and it's it's good um but like you know the entire story is just him trying to reel in this marlin right. and um so, and uh when uh when you uh, you were reeling in the turtles in your head were they uh, marlins <laughs> they put up a fight, man. I, the, I'll, he, can I give you a spoiler at the end of the old man in the sea? Oh, absolutely. Or, yeah. Okay. Cause you're not going to go read it anyway. Right. Um, or you'll forget it. I think I'm, I think I'm thinking about the right book, but you know, this thing pulls him around the sea for however many days. And then finally he pulls it up and the thing is like just a skeleton, basically like other, other animals have bitten into it and eaten it and stuff. And he's goes through all of this work and the thing is like pretty much nothing. Was it wait, hang up. Was it eaten while, while he was reeling it in? Yeah. Yeah. Well, what an asshole. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> that's just taken too long. <laughs> like is that the whole point of the book it's this like disappointment twist ending like like the moral is like don't take too long on shit or else you're getting a lot i i think the moral of the story is just let go of the damn rope and stop letting the marlin lead you around the sea for no reason right well, no when to like, say when maybe. like it's some point Weren't the wave just like leading them out? I like if, if I, fish is like like eaten. It's couldn't he figure it out after the second day? It's not alive. 
Well, no, it was it was like right near the end that it was eaten, I think. So like it was alive for most of the part, most of it. But then like that's essentially how it ended up giving up, I think, is that it was eaten. And then right. I don't know. I can't. I I have such a problem remembering books and in movies, but mm-hmm. it, like even shit that I write, I write my own damn books. I can't remember what the hell happens in them. Right. Like somebody will read it and they'll be like this such and such. And Oh really? Well, what happened after that? You know, like, right. I don't know. What are you talking about? Yeah. I just, <laughs> right. you know, these stories, they're only, they, they, they only make an impact when I'm reading them. And then once they're over, I guess I forget about them. I don't know. But, um, yeah, yeah, the old man in the sea. It, it was worth checking out, but I we did when amongst all the bluegill and everything. At one point, my daughter had um, her her fishing line in the water, and there was the little like bobber that okay. floating on the top of the water, and we saw this huge fish. I have I I cannot identify fish for anything, but it was it was big. And it was big and fat and juicy. And if we caught that, I would have cut it up and eaten it for sure. But it like, we could see that like come out from like the, the murkiness of the bottom of the pond and like come up. And it was so big, it wasn't even going after the bait. It was going after the bobber on top of the water. But like, of course the dumb thing couldn't eat that. And it, there was no hook on it. So it just like basically pushed it away and then it swam away. But when we saw that thing, my daughter like backed away from the edge. She like wanted no part of that. And then, and so, and she handed her pole, she kind of like gave her pole to me and I would like started reeling it in, like hoping that the bait would go by the fish and, and the fish would bite that. But as I'm reeling it, like I'm thinking, I kind of hope I don't catch this thing. Cause I don't think I want to met, I don't think I want to mess with that thing. And we, we didn't catch it. So, and we just have like these stupid, cheap, like fishing rods. So anything with any weight is just going to break the line anyway, you know? So if if I do find, you know, some all time Marlin or something, it's, I'm not going to be able to reel it in. It's just going to break free. (laughs) One, one of my sons, after we caught the second turtle, he's like, what if we catch a snapping turtle? And I was like, if we catch a snapping turtle, we're, we're just giving him the fishing pole. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're not even trying to reel that thing in. I'm not messing with that. Were um, they like painter turtles or box turtles or what were they? Yeah, they were, they were just like painted turtles. Like, um, well, the, the two of them were, and then the, the last one, I don't know what it was. It was, it was big. It was, um, kind of i don't know is is a box turtle a turtle or is that a tor- box tortoise box turtle i don't oh, know shit shit i might be a baseball expert i'm not a fucking turtle expert <laughs> i don't know fish i don't know turtles right. i don't we're just covering all the bases of shit that i don't know this this right. uh episode we could do an entire podcast series about things that i don't know believe it or not Hey, uh, I, well, I mean, you, you know a lot of shit that might be hard, but see, that's the whole parenting thing. You right. just make the shit up. You, you just say it like for, 
fucking 30 years? <laughs> I don't know anything. I'm one just, of your kids? <laughs> I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I, I was just practicing on you as being, being father on you. <laughs> like, how much will this asshole believe that I tell him? Wow. So then when I finally have kids, I'm like, all right, this is what I did with <laughs> Brian. Let me see if it works. <laughs> wow. G- genius. Genius. Don't you feel so manipulated? I, I feel... I think I have to take a shower. I mean, I feel used. <laughs> no, you should feel proud because you've you've helped me construct, not construct. You've helped right. me mold good kids. Yeah, but you're also telling me that, that I've been a child for over fucking thirty <laughs> years. Which I mean, would that really not be true? I was going to say, am I telling you anything you don't yeah. know? <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and here it's basically like uh, Lord of the Flies anyway. Like I'm the biggest kid here. And then, you know, leading the kids, we've been having trouble with Zencaster this entire episode, having to start and stop. And so they're just not enamoring themselves with us very well. They're, they're really letting us down. So, oh, well. Fucking Z- hey, get, you fucking assholes operating this podcast. What the hell happened? Fucking <laughs> Zencaster sucks now. You fuckers. You are um, you are in the same breath as home shitty ice. <laughs> then we, we so we have to find the um the, the Lang Ice alternative to Zencaster. I know. All right. Um, oh, so so the other, so the stuff on that list that I did, like a lot of it is just shit that I want to do that I'm like, all right, I'll tell them that this will be fun and we can <laughs> we can do it. Like, <laughs> So uh, what do you have on there? Like, well, some of it's just like, you know, um, like eat Dairy Bell twice in one day. Okay. Like, Okay, that's a special thing. But like then I, I came up with this idea you that a I homeless think... person? I mean, is that on there? <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, Dad, this is great. <laughs> I have this idea like uh the kids like doing sidewalk chalk. Okay. And I have this idea of like late at night, like after midnight or something, just going around town and doing like tons of sidewalk chalk all around town just so like the whole town wakes up tomorrow and just sees like crazy sidewalk chalk everywhere kind of uh like a polite graffiti right right like a public art thing that like is gonna just wash away with the next rain like nobody has to clean it up and maybe put like you know inspirational messages to help people get through the quarantine or, you know, have them draw. My daughter can draw like 500 unicorns in a night or something. I don't know. Just, it would just be cool to, to see like how much we can do. And if like tons of people noticed it and like what it, what it looked like at the end. And I don't know. I just think it would be a cool, cool thing to do. So that's on the list. You want to get like 
risque with this? Like, no, I want. Oh. I want. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I was gonna. You, you no, and you and I, you and I can do the risque version in a town in, that we don't live in. Well, I mean, well, I well, <laughs> well, uh, one of the risque activities was to like go to m- 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 uh, multiple grocery stores and take your like fingernail and uh and like write words or draw pictures on on uh bananas so oh, yeah. when they ripe up the the like word or picture pops up like i used to draw like a dick and balls on <laughs> <banana peel. laughs> to me was hilarious <laughs> that 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 is not among the summer plans no no well i mean maybe your boys can partake in that yeah (laughs) i'm sure they'll figure out stuff like that without me guiding them at all that's awesome well if if we get if we get through our list and we're at the bottom of the barrel looking for stuff, maybe we'll end Call up doing that. Help you out. Yeah. All right. All right. But uh, last night we. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say last night we did Mentos rockets. Okay. So, um, put take a two liter Diet Coke, tape three or four Mentos to a piece of Scotch tape and hang that inside the Diet Coke through the top of the two liter of Diet Coke, put the cap back on, make sure the Mentos isn't touching the Diet Coke, and then put the cap back on, throw the two liter up into the air, and if it if it lands uh, cap side down, mm-hmm. then it will explode straight up into the air like a rocket. Wow. And we did it, uh, we had three two liters, we did it successfully with one of them. Um, and another one just exploded, like the side of it just burst out when we did it. So, um, it, we've done that before. It's fun. We'll probably end up doing that again, but, um, yeah. So, you know, just stuff like that. What what were you going to ask? What was our most, what, what is the, like one thing that's on there that like seems, you know, like out there that that you'll be shocked if you actually complete it. If we actually end up doing it. Um, let's see, let me pull up the list here. I, I mean, I, a lot of these, I just kind of, you know, I, I compiled from other sources and then some of them, I just kind of, they have banana writing on their sources. (laughs) <laughs> no, I, I didn't see. Surprisingly, I didn't see banana writing on any of them. So well, okay, I mean they're clearly missing out on the fun. Yeah. Um. Well, I I I have I have make a movie on here. Like okay. I would like to actually take the time to like come up with a with an idea for a movie and figure out where we want to shoot it and see if the kids actually want to go through the work of like making a short film. Um, we have, Oh, I have, um, watch sunrise from Chicago and sunset from Michigan in one day, okay. which I, I, I don't think that they'll ever want to get up and get up for a sunrise. Um, 
And then I, I also have stay up until sunrise. So we could conceivably stay up all night and then go watch the sunrise in Chicago. But um, I don't know. I don't know if we'll actually end up doing that. But no, I mean, most of these I try. I just tried to pick stuff that we would actually do so we can just look at um, the list and kind of and uh, pick. Actually, you know what? The thing that we'll, we're probably least likely to do is start and finish a game of Monopoly in one day. Okay. It takes a lot of commitment to get through a game of Monopoly. Like, to to the end. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I mean, especially so, with, you know, what, five people? Four people? Yeah, yeah. there'd yeah. be four of us playing unless Emily comes. Right. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know if we'll do that. One of the things that I thought was the best idea is a French fry taste test. Go buy like French fries from a whole bunch of different restaurants and see which ones are the best. Oh, yeah. That well, one's going to be delicious. Well, I would recommend it doing real time and, and taking notes because nothing is worse than like cold fries. It'll that, that's what that's what my daughter said. How are we going to have them all warm? And I was thinking, all right, well, we're going to have to we're going to have to figure this out. Um, that that may be right away. I mean, then write it down. Yeah, or maybe I can recruit like ten people to go get fries and bring them to me at once. <laughs> like you go to White Castle, you go to Wendy's, you go, <laughs> you know. What's your favorite then, fry currently? I think just McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's is good. Um, I, I don't really have fries from anywhere else. I, not, I mean, um, mine are done fries are good. Yeah. But like, I haven't had Burger King fries or like any other fast food fries forever. Right. How about you? Um, I, um, let's see. I really like Portillo's fries. Um, um, McDonald's are okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I do. Wendy's went downhill. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I don't, Culver's ha- has, um, pretty good fries. Yeah. They have those, uh, crinkle fries, right? Right, right, right. right. Yeah. Portillo's has also. I don't think I've ever had Portillo's. Really? Um, I don't, I don't go, think oh, so. Okay. So when you're able, okay, go to your bedroom, walk up to the North wall and bang your head on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So <laughs> honestly, if you're going to try Portillo's, there's something some information we've talked about companies cutting corners uh-huh. okay, before in the food industry, whatever in, in any, any industry. So to have Portillo's today means you are eating f- food from a new owner. Okay. Okay. So it really is, it's really not as good as it was. Okay, hmm. it is still good. Okay, but if you're gonna go eat at a Portillo's, 
go to the one in I think Homewood, not Maryville. Okay. Because what Indiana does is they they import these these Illinois based restaurants and they they like they sit down and think, okay, how can we fuck this up? <laughs> when we bring it to to uh, Indiana, how can we ruin it? Okay, I mean, case in point is Gino's East. Okay, it opened in Airville and it was open for nine months. They're fucking closed. Like, how do you fuck up legendary pizza? Okay, yeah, just fucking open it up in in Indiana. Yeah. Now the the Portillo's Maryville isn't like 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 horrible. It's it's just not as good as the ones uh, me in the in the city or or, or suburbs. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll wait to experience Portillo's in a uh, in a more authentic setting. Yes. Um, what is is it like hot dogs and stuff? Yeah, it's uh, hot dogs, burgers, no, and, and like different types of hot dogs. Um, and then yeah, you know, then they have um s- salads and ribs and things so yeah it's uh, really good beef also um okay yeah all right that all sounds good um so yeah i mean the we'll we'll get i I suspect that we'll be able to do pretty much everything on the list. There might be a couple things that we end up not getting to, but really the, to me, the best part of it is just trying as best we can to avoid those um, days where you're like, Oh, I want to do something. And then like, you can't think of anything to do, you know? Right. So um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, One of the things that, I mentioned a couple months ago was that we had started watching cheers and yes, we're, we're hanging in on it and we just finished season two. Okay. And the last episode of season two was one of the worst half hours of sitcom I've ever seen. <laughs> um, that's when Diane and Sam broke up, right? How do you know that? Well, okay. Um, <laughs> the funny thing is, is that <laughs> I remember every episode of Cheers by heart. Are you serious? No, I'm totally full of shit. So <laughs> was like, what? last year I started watching all of them also. And I oh, got okay. through episode or, or seasons one and two pretty quickly and then uh-huh. i i kind of had that same opinion like the last two shows of uh, season two i was like so why do why do people call this one of the best sitcoms ever i mean like is it does it just get worse but so i so so i watched episode one is season three like a week afterwards and not to spoil it but that one's shitty also 
So I that I we did watch that one, and I thought that I thought that was better than the previous okay. episode. Okay, I took a long break on it, and I just recently because you brought it up a couple weeks back, I started to watch it again. So so I'm on like episode nine or ten of season three. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna go watch episode two of season three after we're done recording here but that um that final episode was so it it was so weird because there were like jokes that got no laughs right and you knew that they were like intended to be funny but just like nobody laughed and Mm -hmm. like cliff goes on this like long thing about like artists being gay and like light in the loafers and like all of this like stuff that like I was watching my kids and my kids were like obviously uncomfortable like why is this guy talking like this (laughs) you know (laughs) and like after the scene I was like that is something that would never make the air today like that it just like nobody would write something like that and nobody would air something like that and right. it just wasn't, it just wasn't funny. And, right. and then like he, and then there was an, another scene with coach who was trying to like get this picnic going or whatever, but it was the only scene of the show that talked about that. So it was like, it was like an idea that they had. And then they were just like, Oh, well we don't have time to flesh that out, but let's just leave that in there anyway. Right. And it was just like, what the hell is that? And, my kids thought the same thing. And my one son said, like, was that just not, was that just written by somebody new or like what happened? But it was written by Glenn and Les Charles, like two of the creators of the show. Right. And I, I just, I, when it was over, I was just like, this is like, there were two like good part. Oh. And then the other thing that happens is that Sam slaps Diane. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like she slaps him and then he slaps her. And I'm like, what? Well, I like that was totally acceptable back. What I like, yeah, I mean, it it was seen as like not, not nor it was just it was okay to see that on TV. Yeah, right. I mean, it it did lead the the scene was funny because like they're slap, they slap each other, and then and like he wasn't slapping her hard enough, like you know, to hurt her. But then they started like they ended up like grabbing each other's noses. Right. And they're both like pulling on each other's noses. And it's it's a ridiculous scene, but it it was funny, like to see them like grabbing each other's noses and neither one of them want to let go. And it just like kind of reinforced the ridiculousness of their whole like um relationship. But right, right. Um yeah, just that episode. I was just like, man, I'm I'm really glad I didn't watch it. I'm I'm glad I wasn't an adult watching it like when it was on and that's how it went out, you know, and then you're like, am I even going to come back well, to this in September, you know? That's partly why I hated it as a kid. And so my parents watched it and and I couldn't figure out like what was funny. Obviously I was young, okay? Right. But you know, at that young age, Barney Miller was fucking hilarious. So, <laughs> like, I had some some 
gauge for comedy. And like, um, I think Cheers ended when we were in high school, right? So, um, you know, even even kind of watching one or two here and here and there older, I was like, dude, this still isn't fucking funny. I mean, it's just not (laughs) funny. And actually, as I watch it now, it's no funnier and I get the humor, but I'm not really like laughing my ass off. I'm kind of like, Oh, ha ha ha. And no, no, that was, cutting edge for like 82 or 83 i can right you know um but back the topic choices uh yeah they did some racy topics back then uh but yeah 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 i think it's an overrated show i like okay. it but it's overrated yeah i mean i i like it and the kids all like it and i think you know, that, that one episode aside, we're all pretty happy with it. And I, I've enjoyed watching it because I, I never really watched any of the old ones, like with coach and even with Diane, really. Like when I think when, before we started watching this, I always think of cheers with Woody and with, um, Kirstie Rebecca, Alley. Yeah. So like seeing all of these old ones with Diane and, and coach Mm -hmm. coach especially is just like awesome. But, um, but you know, Diane is pretty awesome too. And like the, just to see like the interaction between them is, uh, is, is pretty cool. So, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I, I we'll, we'll keep, we'll keep watching it. And Ben, my older son, like wasn't really a fan of it at first, but he actually last night at, is the one that asked to watch it. So okay. um, he's he's gotten into it, too. But um, and then he tried he tried to get me to watch The Office, which I've been meaning to watch for a long time. But I'm not ready to start another show before, you know, if we're trying to get through one show, I don't want to get sidetracked with another show. But it. it, um, it it uh, it's a good change up actually to to yeah. watch two two at the same time. It is, yeah, I can see that. Is. Yeah, so the office. Um, I watched the the first three seasons. I uh, when it was actually on, I I watched the first three seasons and then got kind of lost and yeah yeah yeah. I should re watch it yeah i've been i've been meaning to for a couple of years and just haven't gotten around to it and i you know i'm sure i will at some point but um we got cheers going and we got this other kids show called just add magic that we're still working on so um and you know then we're going to be doing the uh carving into bananas at grocery stores and stuff so that'll eat up some of the (laughs) some of the you know what You'll be mark my words that will be done by a baker kid by the end of the summer. <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll 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 uh we'll see what we can come up with. That right. You you got to find the right just the right banana though because you want to be sure that it's going to get you know that it's going to stick around long enough to be ripe and for somebody to appreciate it. Well, I mean, when you bruise it, 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 that, um, you're just bruising it. That part that you 
Uh, right on is pretty rapid. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, if we do it, I will definitely report back and uh, <laughs> let you know what we ended up doing. There's uh, one more follow-up. The <laughs> yeah. follow-up episode. The follow-up episode. We'll, uh, we'll get it done at some point. Right. All right, man. We made it through with yeah. uh, you, you, you with your gross alcohol and me with no alcohol. I know. And so what, what, what made the shitty alcohol better? Okay. You ask like, why is Brian drinking bad alcohol? Well, I mean, the one answer is, is the only answer. If you want to make your drink better, use laying ice okay it will make your mouth happy and your drink happy and it makes shitty alcohol better okay there's this one more talent to laying ice that is just one of many talents so go out buy buy a bag of laying ice and get to know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> get to know what the hell i'm talking about <laughs> even even with my shitty alcohol right <laughs> that is awesome all right well uh we will be back on monday for another episode that may sound a little different because we're not doing it on zencaster anymore sorry zencaster you've lost us you, you almost cost us that Dean Cameron episode, damn it. You're out of here. You're out of here. And unless you want to be a sponsor, then we'll make it work. Right. We, we can be bought. We have no integrity. No. Buy me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. All right, man. Take care. And, uh, oh, and to all the listeners, thanks for listening. Leave us a review. Um, tell a friend, tell two of your friends, tell them that we make quarantine easier because this is the 44th episode, which means you have almost two days worth of us that you can listen to two straight days. So listen to that back, the, that back catalog if you haven't, cause there's good stuff there. And uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.